Welcome to Reteach, a place where professors know that student equity gaps can be closed and are willing to put in the work to figure it out. We are dedicated to our teaching and our students. We are passionate about improving our classrooms and our communities. We can make a difference. We will make a difference. I am your host, Bruce Hoskins, and my mind and heart are ready to learn. So what's up, everyone? So, hey, so this is the next installment of how, uh, you know, COVID-19 is going to help make us better teachers and whatnot. And again, remember, I'm not saying this to, to minimize the global crisis, the pandemic that we're in. I'm not saying this, that this is more important than your health or your family's health right now. However, again, if you're in a space where you can think of take this opportunity to, to think about your teaching um, and to use this as a, as a chance to grow as a teacher, then by all means, pay, you know, pay attention. If not, just press stop right now. Right. So this is something that I had to struggle with in the beginning when I was uh, dealing with uh, videos versus podcasts. So in this podcast, I really want to focus in on um, like, what are the the pros and the cons of podcasts versus videos? Okay. And I really want us to, to get into a space where we are, uh, where we feel empowered. We feel you know, to whatever degree, assured of creating our own content, because to me, that empowerment, empowering ourselves, I, I really want to, to emphasize this right now in the very beginning, empowering ourselves um, as, as educators allows us to empower students also, right? And if we are purposeful and passionate about the students that we empower, then I guarantee you, we're going to close equity gaps with that. Right. And so and so again, so that's where this is coming from. Right. This podcast versus videos and, um, you know, and thinking about just straight up. So what's a podcast good for? What are videos good for? So these are almost mirror images of each other. And so I'm just going to kind of go about this as like, you know, it's kind of separating these things out and just talking uh, about them side by side, because uh, usually what's good for one is not quite so good for the other one. And so um, so anyway, so let's, let's, let's get into this. Right. And so what's a podcast good for? And so one of the main things, this is the, this, this is the thing about podcasts that my wife absolutely loves about it. And I know that students to whatever degree love about podcasting, um, as a, as a teaching element is that, um, you're allowed to truly multitask when you're uh, listening to a podcast. And what I mean by that, right. Is that you can be doing anything else and listening to, uh, a podcast at the same time. You could be walking, you could be working out, you could be uh, driving. Well, you might, well, yeah, you could be, <laughs> I'm like, is that safe? Yes, that is safe. Don't use the headphones, just use your car um, and whatnot. But um, you could be doing practically almost anything else and listening to a podcast at the same time. Okay. Uh, while videos, right? Videos are a bit more like fixed. You can take them into very different places, but your attention has to be on the video to, to, for all intents and purposes, right? You're, a video is designed for you to look at. And so if you're walking while looking at a video, you're going to run into something. That's just what's going to happen. And so that's what I mean by it. it's true multitasking for a podcast while, you know, videos, you have to dedicate the time, energy, and effort to actually look at the screen, right? Um, and a lot of times that also means that you need to be still when you're watching the video. And so when you're thinking about podcasts, you need to be thinking about that if you decide to go the podcast route, 
right? That you need to be thinking. It's like, look, people are not going to be sitting down and taking notes, for instance. They or they could be doing a whole bunch of different things. And so then, right, then you want to be thinking about that, right? That this is not the best format. If you want people to, if your style and, and whatnot is that you want people to be sitting down and taking notes type of deal, then you're far better off of doing a video, far better off. Okay. And so, because, you know, videos, they are way more visual. Um, they'll, they'll help you. They're, they're way more instruct, right? As if you're going to teach someone how to do a math problem, please do not use a podcast in order to help someone do a math problem. That is so <laughs> right. That is so not the way that you want to go about this uh, and whatnot. And, and and so, right, thinking about that. Right. And so if you want people to be sitting down and taking notes, then it's probably better for you to go the video route uh, while podcasts. Man, the best thing about podcasts, I'm telling you, is that it's it, you can you can tell stories uh, with podcasts, multiple stories even to make a singular point. Right. It's like you can tell multiple stories in order to make a singular point. And this you can do the same thing in videos, but with videos, I would argue that the best thing that you can do with videos is to be short and powerful with the example, right? It's like to 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 use a short, not short, short, but um, a short and powerful example um, and, and whatnot. Because the thing that um, you know when you're when you're doing videos in this day and age, I would strongly recommend that you do a video that's um, anywhere between, like uh, honestly, I would tell you less than five minutes. Um, however, I know that, you know, we all as instructors, we got the gift of gab. And so, you know, something between five to 10 minutes, maybe. Um, but I surely would tell you, do not go past 10 minutes for a video, period, point blank. No, if ands and buts about it, do not go past 10 minutes for a video. Um, if you're going to go past 10 minutes uh, for a video, chop the video up into smaller pieces. Okay. If you're thinking that the the topic or whatever it is is going to be long, then chop the video up into smaller pieces. Okay. Um. So think of it in in at least five to ten minute clips. That's the way uh, to approach that. Do not do not <laughs> um do a video past uh you know uh, ten minutes and whatnot. And I already know. I already know what some of y'all are thinking right now. You're thinking to yourself is like, well, I use TED talks that are you know longer than ten minutes and they're amazing. You know what? You're right. Those TED Talks are amazing, but here's the deal. We are not TED Talks. We are not the people who are doing these TED Talks. We have not practiced as much as these TED Talk folks did. Uh, We are not necessarily the polished speakers that they are. We do not have the seamless technological shifts. They're on a stage. They can move around. They have perfect lighting. They're polished speakers. Those are what TED Talks are like. So I really want you to, to, to make sure you remember that when you're making videos. It's like we are not people on TED Talks. (laughs) <laughs> and so with respect to our students and just also to your own sanity, um, you want to make sure that you are doing the videos in, in shorter in shorter segments. Um, in my textbook, I actually use uh, videos that are like three minutes and below, like the vast majority of them are three minutes and below. Um, there are some that run, you know, uh, to, you know, closer to the, you know, somewhere between the five to 10 minute mark. But I try to do that very sparingly. OK. Um, and so, again. With videos, you want to be short, concise, use one story to make your point or else things are just going to get lost in the sauce, folks. I'm going to tell you that right now. While with podcasts, I don't know why it is. I think it's just because it's less distracting, right? You don't have the people, um, you're not looking at the person. There's not these other things that could be distracting you. 
but that with podcasts, um, they are, to to whatever degree people are expecting multiple stories uh, to be told in order to make um, a, a point and whatnot. So videos are definitely, I would strongly recommend that videos, you use them for shorter segments, right? It's like there's, they're more, they're shorter um, and they're, uh, you know, you're focusing probably a little bit more on instruction, if you would. If you're using podcasts, um, this is more about storytelling and using multiple stories to make a singular point. And so therefore, this allows for longer formats, okay? And so if you're going to use, um, if you're going to go podcast, you can do a podcast for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I would strongly recommend that you don't go past 30 minutes uh, for, you know, not unless you have a good reason for going past 30 minutes, right? Uh, 30 minutes. The reason why I say 30 minutes is because uh, of that idea that's that students are going to be multitasking when they're doing this, right? Or they're going to drive. Well, the average commute in Southern California is like a half hour. And so if you want someone to listen to your podcast, um, then you need to make it somewhere between the 20 to 30 minute mark. And that'll be great, right? That'll be great for their commute. Uh, or for their walk, right? If you're walking um, and whatnot, then, you know, 30 minutes is, is you know, anywhere between 20 to 30 minutes. This is a perfect time, right? Uh, of doing things like that, right? Another great thing about podcasts is that because you have this longer framework, um, they tend to be a lot more relational. After you listen to someone's podcast for a half hour or something like that, um, a lot of times you feel like you actually know something about the person, right? That you actually know them a bit better. With videos, people are going to get to know you, but they're going to get to know you over multiple videos. Hopefully that actually makes sense. So those videos can be just as relational. It's just that it's going to take a lot more videos in order for people to get a real strong sense of you. While with podcasts, like I said, they're, they're really listening in and honing in on your voice, you know? And so another thing that's really cool about podcast is that you don't have to worry about what you look like, right? With videos, you have to worry about what you look like. But here's the bad thing about podcasts is that you do have to worry about how you sound like though. While with videos, you don't have to worry so much about your sound. So if you're going to go podcast, you're going to want to go with a mic. You're going to, you're, right, you're going to want to get a mic. You're going to want to download some things. I'm going to talk about those in other episodes here in, in a little bit. And so I don't want to go too much into that right now, right? But you're going to need to focus in on sound. That, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be very important. While with videos, you don't have to focus so much on sound because people are going to get all the nonverbal uh, body language and things like that that you're going to do. And so uh, the sound doesn't have to be as tight um, and whatnot. And so that's, you know, so that is what it is, right? Uh, the next big challenge in regards to podcasting is editing. Um, th- please do not let this scare you. Um, I am so not technologically like advanced. I am so not that person. Um, in other episodes, I will talk to you more specifically about editing. Um, but with a podcast, you're definitely going to want to edit um, because you'll you'll find out very quickly that um, with podcasting, you're going to use a lot of filler words and you're going to do a lot of ums and ahs and all of that stuff. And so you're going to want to, you know, tighten those things up and you're going to get lost in the sauce. I'm gonna, I ain't going to lie to you. Uh, you're going to get lost in some of the things. And so you're going to want to edit uh, with a, you know, with a 20 you know minute episode and whatnot. You're going to want to edit things down a bit with a video, right? With a video, those are different because uh, those technically are a lot shorter. And so therefore, 
Um, you should be able to, well, you know, with enough practice and all of this stuff and with enough takes, I ain't going to lie to you about takes. He's like, it is going to take a lot of takes in order for uh, you to, to do your videos. Even if you, you know, prepare in advance and all of this stuff, I, I still had, a, I was still taking a long time to record videos. But with videos, since they're a much shorter format, um, I would I would argue that editing is not as important, right? And then uh, lastly, it's uh, the nonverbal communication stuff with with podcasts. The difference between podcasts and videos is all the nonverbal communication. And so, if you're someone who speaks with their hands and all of this stuff, and you use a lot of body language, um, you might want to consider doing a video. Um, and whatnot. Just remember that doing a video is different than just talking to someone. And so they're not quite the same. And yet at the same time, right, it's like if you feel freer, right, with using your hands and things like that. Uh, right now, I'm actually being very controlled and focused in regards to how I'm using my hands, because even the slightest tap on the table or, you know, rub of the mic and stuff like that, all of those things get caught um, on a microphone and a sound booth and all of that stuff. And so, you know, that's th- those are the things uh, for us to consider, right, as we're going through. Whether one is good or bad, that's not what we're considering right now. Literally, what I want you to be thinking about when you're making the decision, if you decide to go the podcast route or the videos route, um, think about what they're good, for, what you want to do, and then what each medium is good for. And that'll help you make the decision and become a better teacher um, in, in all of this, folks. But anyway, that's all I got for this episode, folks. I hope you learned something. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of Reteach. If you want to learn more about me or my open source introduction to sociology textbook, please go to brucehoskins.com. In closing, I want to leave us all with a question. If you learned something today that you think would help close your student equity gaps, how long will it take to incorporate this into your classroom? A year? A semester? Next month? Today? No matter the timetable, we must commit ourselves to becoming better teachers. Our students deserve it. All of them. Not just the ones that are good already.